and the litigants are uh, just leaving the courtroom. Hello, three pig sisters. Well, you were unsuccessful in this courtroom. What do you think you could have done to make this case go better? Win! But you know what they say, fake it until you, you make, make it. it. That's right. Oh, no, you're I'm really generous. Jesus Christ! You're What's happening? The stress is just really getting to me. <laughs> Your ear falling I'm sorry, up. you're going to have to speak up. I can only hear you <laughs> half as well. Yeah, yeah. Any regrets? I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. It's the stress, Mary. It's the stress. I, I lose an ear at least every winter over stress. It's true. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I really think this moment is when Jinx won top two this, this episode. Uh, yeah, this moment was uh, just so perfect. I love when people break character. Like, that's one of my favorite parts of any SNL sketch. And that happens, like, often with Fred Armisen and A.D. Bryant. And uh, I, RuPaul even laughed. You know, like, it was, yeah, it was just, it was a great moment that they captured. And it's because Jinx went with it. Well, and she, she did that a couple times, this challenge. I mean, I think oh, I, I, yeah. I don't know why Bruno Bunny dropped his, his book, but when she says, yeah, it's drop the book, shocking. I mean, it, it, she. I, I even think that when Evie, you know, bent over and licked her crotch, mm. I, the ball was spiked to jinx. So, okay, what are you mm-hmm. going to do at this moment? And she completely nailed it. And I, it was, I, I can see why she was top two, even if that wasn't what I was expecting at all. Um, it wasn't? No. I was <gasps> I I thought that she did really well, but I thought that Evie was going to be top two. Are we in on the same show? I thought they were going to give it to Evie, and frankly, if we're going to have this conversation so early, I don't know why they didn't give it to Trinity. <laughs> Mary, what are you talking about? I'm talking oh about her porch. God. I'm her I'm talking porch. about best supporting Trinity. No, I thought it was going to be Jinx and Jada. That's just how I want them. Jada? What are you? Mary. 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 You really thought Trinity? Trinity? Trinity was great. Don't get me wrong. This was a great challenge. I have really big thoughts about the challenge. But now we're down this rabbit hole of like, wait, Trinity? And you didn't think Jinx? I thought that Jinx was quite good. Obviously, she's great. This the moment that she came in and was futzing with the door. I was like, this is great work. But then Trinity came in. Like, I'm sorry, let's just get to a sound clip. Then Trinity said this. Michelle, you remember my porch. Michelle, you remember my porch. I was done. I, I, hey, Mary, that's great for you. I'm so happy that you loved Trinity in this challenge. Uh, she was not the best in that sketch by three or four. <laughs> oh, uh, Jada was. Jada. Jada. Well, no, Jada's in a different sketch. She was in the different scene. So in All the Halle Berry scene, I thought uh, I thought Shay was like really, really strong in terms of creating a character and having funny things that she said when there wasn't much to say. And obviously the Vivian had lots of accents so those were two. And then even, God, even um, uh, Raja, I feel like, had moments that just stood out over Trinity, Mary. 
Well, I I'm going to I'm going to say all this up front is that if we weren't doing the Montessori season of Drag Race All-Stars, Raja mm. and Shay would be in the bottom 2 this week. I am shocked that you think that about Shay. Yeah, I'm just throwing all I'm throwing everything out of my purse. I'm shaking it out on the floor of this DMV. I would have given the bottom if it wasn't Montessori Montessori's Drag Race. It would have been Monet and Trinity in the bottom. Trinity? <laughs> Trinity? I don't know. Maybe Raja, but Raja had a really funny moment. Whereas I don't think I don't think Monet had that much of a moment. And I also loved Raja's runway. So that's kind of what saved her. I didn't like Trinity's runway. Um, Trinity was funny. Don't get me wrong. But like she's the she she came in seventh. You know. Oh, oh my God. I just I like I I am I am shocked. I am shocked by this by this development because Raja you know when Jeffrey was like this is going to be a fan favorite forever and ever and ever I was like is it? Wait, he said that about He said that about uh, the Vivian. Well, he said that oh, Vivian's Oh, well, let's would... yeah. Oh, we're, we're going all the way there. Oh, we're okay, going all yeah. over. No, he said that Viv's <laughs> would live on forever and ever and ever, and then that Raja's would be a timeless fan favorite, and that everything about the, her character was fully realized. You and know I what's was... funny? Oh, go ahead. I, I just... I have never felt more like Juliette Lewis. Or no, no, Leah, Leah Remini. No, Actually, Leah Remini, both of them. Yeah. Both of them, let's be honest. I love this show, but are we on the same show? <laughs> are we on the same show? Yeah, I love this show. Um, Jeffrey Barr Chapman, what so here's my dilemma, my moral dilemma. He was kind of read for filth, pushed off television in Canada for being too mean. And this episode, I was like, oh God, I'm cringing at how nice and like hyperbolic you are. I just wanted him to tell someone to put cover up on their butt. Someone. <laughs> Come on. He was following the brief, which was like, be kind and be nice. He also is like friends with these people. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's that. He's a fan of the show. You know, these are these are his queens, um, especially like with somebody like Jinx. But I yeah, no, he it, it was interesting how I was like, oh, speaking of Goldilocks, right? Like this one's too mean and this one's too nice. And Uh now I just want something just right. Yeah. So I feel bad. And I can still say like some of these comments, girl, what was one that I was just like, girl, what are you talking about? He, he says, Oh, Meryl better watch her back with those accents coming out. Your herpes covered mouth, honey. I was like, Meryl, like, yeah. (laughs) And also, it was horrid. I just love Viv's face. It was porridge. <laughs> yeah, and then Jeffrey, I don't he 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 made a cum reference, right? By like wiping his mouth. And I was like, yes. oh, "Okay." Uh, I was like, right. "Okay, well, now now we've gone in three different directions, Jennifer Bowers Chapman." And Yes. I mean, I'm not I Listen, this isn't all on Jeffrey because this is no, 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 like, no, no, no. He's it's the show. It's the Montessori yeah. school. I get it. Like yes. Miss Matthews was was tossing just as many softballs. Right. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, and and RuPaul was was it RuPaul? No, it was it was it was Ross. He was like, yeah, you know, I don't I don't get this look at all, Shay, but I don't care. And I'm like, what? This yeah. hobble dress is hobbling. Yeah, right. Like we have to care. We're trying to find the queen of all queens. You know, uh, exactly. 
I know. I really I, – I felt like – I know I should save my unpopular opinions for our after show, but I just have to say it now. Like, the judging is driving me nuts this season. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm getting what I asked for, and I don't want it. Uh, yeah. No, I hear you. I – I am getting what I ask for. I don't care about the judging. To be honest with you, like when I rewatched the episode, I skipped the deliberations. I think I I was literally thinking about this about how like we talk about how on Next Top Model you can just skip to the the you know final day with Tyra and and and, and fam and they're mm-hmm. you know sweet of fabulous prizes. And I know mm-hmm. some like Katya's talked about she just watches the runways and skips yep. the challenge and the workroom stuff on Drag Race and. I'm understanding why one might do that this season. Well, well, especially now, this episode in particular, like nothing happened before the challenge. And I, I, for this challenge, I was grateful that we didn't get a lot of fodder because I was like, no, we get a longer challenge. Like, let's see them perform. And they're going to show us in a Dragula-style challenge, they're going to show us the best product, right? Which I appreciated. It We're all entertained when we're watching this. So, you know, I, I'm grateful for that. That's why I'm liking it. And with this, like, kind judging, I don't really care. I don't. Because I, I, I can still critique. I can still be like, no, that wasn't that wasn't it, Shay. And, uh, and Trinity, like, this was one of your least polished looks I've ever seen, you know? This week? The vampire look? Yes. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, listen, it's no Farida Kant. I understand that. but It's no Farida Kant. No, it's no, not. But... She can't never. No, but, but Trinity? Trinity? Michelle, you remember my porch! Brilliant. Mary, Mary, I can't with you in that clip. That's my favorite line. When she did that, I feel like Michelle was gooped. I was gooped. Trinity was... You know, I've, what? I will get to it when we get to the challenge, but the okay, way that she okay. approached this challenge was so great. I, I, I think she, I think she didn't really know what she was doing. I appreciated uh, Jada and oh god, and Jinx like by far. Jinx was by far like the technician on set. She was the one that just got everything correct from the inflection to her character to the backstory to who this person it was so good and you know we haven't even really scratched the surface on evie i did think that this was like an evie ish week and i was surprised that it was the vivian before evie i felt like it was an evie ish week i felt like i did not expect her to do as well as she did and so it just seemed like, oh, well, Jinx has already been in the top. This would be a great way to kind of start to spread the wealth around mm-hmm. and keep other than Raja and kind of keep things at a slightly level playing field halfway through the competition, you know? Um, but, you know, there's, there's also the matter of like Evie probably would have won that lip sync and, you know, maybe they didn't want that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, that lip sync was probably the worst part of the episode. It was probably one of the weakest, not the worst, but the weakest lip syncs I've seen um, on an all-star season. Yeah, I would say so. I think Jinx in particular, I think halfway through, she was like, I would love to not be doing a Jelly Bean remix right now. (laughs) The remix? I I was out with uh, for dinner with friends last night, and they were like, oh, I love, love that remix. I'm like, what are you talking about, girl? I was like not feeling it at all. And the vocals weren't loud enough. Yeah, no, it was it was not not my lip sync. 
But I love this challenge. I will say, I love this challenge. I love this format. And we'll get into it before we talk about the challenge. So Yes. Yes, we will. But first, I think we should take a little break, Ski. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Well, hey, BetterHelp. Mary, you and I and BetterHelp are here to talk about burnout. Oh, I've heard of her. Life can be, well, overwhelming sometimes and can leave you feeling unmotivated, irritated, tired, tired, and sometimes wired. If that sounds familiar, you may be experiencing burnout. And maybe it's time to talk to someone about it. Are we about to talk about therapy, Mary? Because you know I love talking about therapy. Mary, we're talking about therapy. Honestly, I do love talking about therapy. I always feel like I leave a session having at least cleared some clutter from my brain. And with BetterHelp, there's the added benefit of doing it from the comfort of my own couch. BetterHelp is an online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Whichever option works for you, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. And because this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, Marys get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary, uh, let's dive in, shall we? Let's dive in. Do you feel vindicated or validated? Well, I feel like I got a little kick in the ghoulies, so I don't know how I feel. Um, here's a question. Like, okay, I'm I'm going to – I don't remember Jada being this dumb on season 12, and I say that strongly because I think she's playing into it in a way that – doesn't even that seems now i'm like huh who is this you're not i don't think you're are you this person i think it goes without saying that i'm obsessed with jada and i feel like she is in a room with huge personalities titans and is getting a little tongue-tied and i know i think she only had one moment where she kind of felt like a ditz uh and that's it uh, and that was this, you know, vindicated, validated moment. I, it's, I'm thinking of the moment last week when she was like, they're not doing that. Are they? Wait, are they? Like, there's this kind of like, oh. like the dits in the room kind of energy that like I think is fun. But now that it keeps happening, I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't know this was what you were. I don't remember reading this from you at all from season 12. But hey, you know. Last couple years have been weird. You know, I blocked that season out of my mind a lot. So I do have to revisit the assassination of season 12 at some point. Uh, but I I, could, I I think I've seen enough content from her since she won that she is kind of goosey. I mean, she – I just – when I think of her since she won, I think of her in that parking lot during the season 13 oh. finale. Oh. I just go immediately Brilliant. there. To her dress dragging into the oil stains of that parking garage. Brilliant. No, she, and she was, uh, what happened? She like knocked on somebody's door and then they turned her away and then she had to run away. I, yeah, no, she is. Oh, you're talking about the finale of season 13. I'm talking about the finale where she was working the, oh, the pre-recorded yeah, parking lot right. crowd. Oh, okay. I'm talking about, it was a, a drive-in drag show and they filmed her like 
back by the trailers and she was like the most adorable oh little bit that i'm aware of yes 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 i think that she's uh, very goosey i just feel like there's a, a distinct edit and character that we've seen last week her plan you know jada's plan was all over mm. the place it's just kind of like huh kind of uh dumb as a fox i feel you know <laughs> yeah i i i will say this jada man i feel like I feel like we're watching a different show, but like she could have also won this week. And, and that's from the look to the challenge. And I I am like here for Jada, here for her. I I definitely will say that having her come out first on the runway this week was a disadvantage to everybody else because mm-hmm. it set the bar real high. And I was like, oh, you're you're not all gonna do what she did. Okay. Uh and that was tough. But uh yeah, in the challenge. Well, anyway, we'll get to the challenge. Okay. We, yeah, there, all will be revealed, as they say. All will be revealed. Shut and I up. Love, <laughs> shut up. I love Raja just being done with this game of, like, the secrets of the plunger. <laughs> she, not to jump ahead, and we will, Marys, but uh, that same energy of shut up was <laughs> when Michelle says, and Grandma, <laughs> Raja goes, what? Oh, in the, in the challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, brilliant. <laughs> what? I just loved it. I loved it so much. Well, I feel like the next day in the workroom, we're continuing to get an energy that we saw from Jinx in her talking head last week at the beginning that you were you were oh, not feeling. The like, no. bam, 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 bam. Now, <laughs> she's, <laughs> now she's bing, bang, bonging on a ukulele. Mm. I thought of you immediately, and I was like, oh. Colin yeah <laughs> there's it's... no air guitar here but it's probably worse because it's a ukulele and as a musician what bothered me was that Jinx didn't she didn't change chords mm. <laughs> it's just it was just the tonic yeah and you needed to change chords but that's okay <laughs> yeah I mean listen I would have loved a chord I would have loved to cut the chords, actually. That would have felt really good. Uh, it's just that thing where, I mean, Jinx Cordially. Is, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jinx is, is a, a, a charming little goose. I think there is a world where she could even be the commentator this season. We should talk about that. About okay, narr- commentator, yes. Right, yeah, not the narrator. Not narrator. But narrator yeah. But yeah. there is I also. I haven't met the narrator yet. Well, let, okay, let's, let's stop on that corner for a second because i she's an all-star narrator i think monet might be the narrator again oh she is is she i feel like she yeah i guess she could be because she is um pointing out the conflict she's pointing out the bigger picture consistently which Mm -hmm. is this survivor type elimination game yeah, I I just think that she's I think she might be the narrator. That's what I took down. I think Jinx is their goosey commentator. Okay. You know, I will say this. I love Jinx's energy. I didn't I didn't mind the ukulele. I did think of you, so that's why I was like, "Oh." Um and I also love the reference to Bing Bang Bong. And it's just like, "Okay, yeah, let's keep Leland's song alive." Well, and that felt like uh, it almost felt like, "Oh, let's make the British girl feel more welcome." We know that oh. song. Granted, she wasn't even though she wasn't in the winning group with that one, but no big deal. She did break up bye bye and wasn't in the winning group. Yeah. So uh, did they tell Jinx to do this? By the way, uh, I don't know, but I thought break up bye bye was the Frock Destroyers. It was, but the Vivian was on that season. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. She wasn't on the same season as Bing Bang Bong, of course. Correct. Of course. And she was on the other team that did yes. she was not on the Frock Destroyers. She so, like fucked up her words. Yeah. Yeah. So really Bing Bang Bong has absolutely nothing to do with the Vivian. Nice try, Jinx. No. Well, it was it's it's from that franchise. I know. I'm just kidding. But yeah. it was like, well, yeah. actually, this there's nothing to do with you. But I I don't know. That that, that kind of goes back to the question of like, does someone like Jinx need a producer prompt or does she come with these gags, you know? You know, uh, that's a question for the other queens in the workroom. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, she only knows one chord. So, yeah, boy. I'm sure she knows could... more. I'm sure she's a brilliant musician. I'm sure she knows more. But I was like, why are you only playing one chord? Yeah, that's just that's just the tonic. Is that what it's called? The tonic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tonic. Um, little gin with this tonic. Uh, anyway. <laughs> So Rue comes in, and Rue is giving me pure 2004 energy, and I can't explain it, but it's early 2000s, right? Mary, I was getting – I was even getting, like, Billy Porter Pose meets Elton John. Yeah, meets, like, Britney Spears on the cover of Rolling Stone. Yes. The colors. Yes. The colors. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, She would be kicked off Dragula. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. She would be – She'd be gone. They'd st- they'd stick her in a bug filled coffin week one. No rat filled. Oh yeah, rats. Yeah, there and she rat- would refuse to do it. And then she'd oh yeah, go she home. would refuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She'd be exterminated. Yeah. Um, Mary, it's like a all right, Mary, gimme, gimme. RuPaul's quote, as queer people, we learn the stories we were told aren't always true, and we spend the rest of our lives trying to set the record straight, or at least straight acting. Uh, a great setup for fairy tale justice. It is Pride season, Mary. It's worth just pointing out what RuPaul is still injecting into this show, even though it's this Montessori drag race all-star season. It's a casual injection, right? Like, it's just kind of like a, you know, he's not using, like, the full turkey baster. It's just a little flavor injector of, like, oh, look at this connection. It's like the little anal bulb, right? It's the little, like, thing you get on Amazon, right? Yeah, the little one if you're just doing a little Uh touch-up. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he's coming over in 10 minutes. It's like, oop. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And I, oop. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they should. Someone should should release little enema bulbs, and they should say, and I, oop. (laughs) And I, oop. And I poop. (laughs) I don't know why that took so long to get there. (laughs) And I poop. I love the sigh at the end. It makes sense. It it does. It does. It really. I'm so glad we kept that as a carryover. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah. So this challenge is set up, Mary. I... I I think I called for this challenge to be brought back, Jersey Justice. I really thought it was successful on season four of All Stars because that was the one with I will never forget Monique Hart. I'm 26. Okay, you're 26. It made sense for Michelle to be the judge on Jersey Justice, right? Because it was Michelle Visage, Michelle Shupak. My big thoughts on this challenge is that again, this is a great challenge. I love the format. There's an outline that's familiar. There's kind of this like light script to follow for each character. There's a beginning, middle, and end. And the judge kind of acts as a clear moderator, like a Bossy Rossi show. But the problem was, and don't get me wrong, Marys, I love Michelle Visage. I actually am not Violet. I do love Michelle. 
But I feel like Michelle was halfway between playing with the characters and then also being a moderator, and she didn't really have a character. I I agree. I think the I think that she had to play moderator more than she needed to be kind of like, you know, this this queen. I think that's part of why I really enjoyed Trinity is because there was sort of an engagement there. To kind of she almost tossed the beach ball to Michelle to be part okay. of the game. Okay. Yeah, what's interesting is that I thought she kind of held the second group back and the first group was a way more successful sketch because of Jinx because Michelle didn't really have to do anything whereas with the the Goldilocks storyline Michelle really had to kind of like push the queens and like get them mm-hmm. back on track I agree I agree I I don't think of Michelle as like an improv no. artist and so I think <laughs> artist I, or you know yeah I, I would say that would be the word that I do not think that she is but you okay. know <laughs> <laughs> but listen I've known Brett for <laughs> nine years. She's great. She's great. She's great. Yeah. <laughs> but this just might not be her thing. Yeah. You know, I, again, I, uh, who knows? Who knows? I think that Michelle, I wouldn't have minded if Michelle like stepped up. Cause I feel like RuPaul, oh, well, we'll get to that. But I think Michelle could have stepped up a little bit more and played with them. And, in the second group, I don't think she felt like she could until Trinity came out. Trinity really, I think, saved that second group. Well, let's okay, let's let's get into it. We'll go in order. So, you know, this first group, I do want to mm-hmm. just mention Bruno Bunny. I just there oh. is something about you know, it's one thing to have like a a, a hot pit crew member just kind of standing there in a pair of gotchis looking cute, but then you put this like ridiculous face paint and bunny thing on, and it's almost like. It's not that you're not hot anymore, but I just – it's so weird to see you try to be something else. You know what I mean? It's like, well, now you're – what are you, funny? <laughs> what is this? He's not funny, Mary. He's a bunny. <laughs> He's a bunny. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it was just something about it. There was just something about, like, I don't know. His best moment was dropping the book. I'll give him that. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, and who knows if that, that was definitely by accident, right? Yeah, he's not like a pit crew. Like some of their other, like Jason and Miles, were like really good kind of like interactive pit crew members. But I feel like mm. some of them are more like for show, right? Like this guy, Bruno. what's his name? Yeah, Bruno. Oh, we don't talk about. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about that. We don't, yeah. we don't talk about Bruno. So Jinx comes in with the spare rib, which is very funny. It also set up Monet's joke later, which I thought was very clever. Uh, but. Jinx had every part of this character figured out. The inflection that she added, where she ends all of her sentences up each time, he can't even howl right. Like, there's this... She just figured... She knew who this girl was, and she heard this girl. Well, I think with Jinx, and a, a big thing that I noticed that was very different from some of the other folks in the challenge was, like, she was kind of just taking her time with it. There didn't seem to be any rush to get to like the punchlines mm. of the character. And like, it just, it, I guess it was that thing that RuPaul talks about where it was like, I felt very comfortable. I felt like, Oh, she's got this covered. I'm not worried that Jinx is going to make it awkward. You know? 
the thing that I found so fabulous about Jinx is that she, her funniest moments were when she was reacting to something or someone. That's when she had these punchlines. Otherwise, it was just like amusing and she looked great. Uh, you know, the content that she came up with. But like, he can't even howl right. Uh, it's drop the book shocking. You know, oh, uh, me eating slop. Lots of people pay for it. It's a thing. Like, she's reacting even to herself at times. Uh, you know, when Jada says, like, oh, her shitty little home. She's like, oh, that's not an insult. The snout job comment. Like, all of it was reactive. And it was, that was the funniest part of the entire challenge, in my opinion. I got to find the button for that porch quote. Michelle, you remember my porch! <laughs> Anyway, um, other folks in the group. So obviously, Evie is Evie is the only one who appears in both sketches, which is also why I thought, oh, mm. this is this is an Evie challenge. They're really like giving her a lot of screen time, and it felt like, you know, I I could still see Evie thinking to some extent. Like, there's some folks you can kind of feel are just in the character, and some are kind of like, you know, uh, working the gears a little bit more. But I mean. I, maybe part of it was because I didn't expect it, but I thought that Evie was, I guess, especially you know, against someone like Jinx, was completely holding her own. Oh yeah, no, Evie knew exactly what to do and how to be. Had this character figured out, had the the physicality that I think was her strength, and she leaned into it. Uh, so I, even that, I, it's not like she said anything that funny, right? She was being flirty. She was being kind of nasty, which is fine. It was her physicality that I think made everything just elevated. And then apparently top two nominee Jada Essence Hall enters. And I, <sighs> I, so, I mean, the look I can, we'll get to later, but I can agree. I mean, the look was the star of the runway, but like, what about this read to you is like, could have been top two it was it was her energy it was how she interacted in between two very strong characters and still stood out um beverly squeals was very funny uh when she said by the shitty asshole over here and michelle goes language because i apologize by the shitty fucking asshole over here Th that is that was off the cuff mary and i appreciated that the the idea of snout jobs right all of that I thought was great. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how, to, how else to, to put it. I thought the two of them were so strong together. Yeah. And I was obsessed with Trinity. Yeah. We just, we, you know, we had very That's different fine. fairy tales. Yeah. It's fine. That's fine. Well, Monet um, yeah, enters, Monet. Mm. Uh, makes an entrance. Ross really loves her entrance. He talks about it right. later. Yeah. Right. You know what you do really well? You enter a challenge in a white suit with glasses on. That's what you do. You know what you do? You have a wig on. And I love you for that. You're wearing clothing. And I and just I love that. I just love that. <laughs> I I thought she had that one funny moment with the extra ribs over here. That was very, you know, funny. Um otherwise Everybody else was kind of funny around Monet. And I don't know if that was the character's fault or like Monet's fault or just she had a strong team. Um, I mean, that was the moment when, uh, oh, God, fucking Jinx again reacting. Excuse me. I'm a sex worker and it's very different. And I think it's time we address that. Brilliant. That came out of nowhere. 
I think Monet's role can either it can either be like Lady Camden in the Winds of Daytona last season, where it comes mm. in towards the end and steals the scene, or I mean, I I almost feel like this might be similar to maybe what we saw her do in Jersey Justice. You know, she's one of the few oh. queens that we've seen do both of these challenges mm. with Trinity, of course, and Oops. uh, and I just I I think that it didn't maybe totally take off for me and and Monet felt like someone who was maybe in her head a little bit like I liked when I don't know what this is but when she was talking about how the two pigs are whores they slept with Bajira I don't know what a who Bajira is but I just thought that was really funny they slept with Bajira yeah but I think um yeah I mean I I think even Monet made a reference like well next time we do this I'm gonna be funny so maybe Monet even felt like she didn't nail it yeah, there, so two kind of the two clues. I, Mondaine didn't really have like a voice. She just came in kind of indignant. And I think if you're like the other woman, if you're the older sister who gets the guy, there's a different character to put on. And she came in like she was a litigator. And it was like, yeah, not that. You know, her name is Hamela Anderson. Mm-hmm. She didn't come in like Hamela Anderson. Yeah, I, I didn't. I felt like I had seen Monet be this energy before. And, uh, and being litigious is not necessarily like fighting isn't funny, you know what I mean? And I think even this, yeah. this scene just ended in slapping each other, and it was like oh. that was Monet, yeah, Monet like, just she went to slapstick for sure, yeah. And and we I think we saw the exact same thing happen in Jersey Justice with the cake, correct? Yeah. Yes, correct. We did get you knocked my teeth out, which again I love. I love the tone. I love that she said it, <laughs> and I feel so like it was good. like the ear, like that wasn't supposed to happen. Oh, no. No, 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 no. The ear was... uh, Right. The teeth wasn't supposed to happen, and the ear wasn't supposed to happen. Again, reacting to the moment and making it fucking funny. I... Mary, we we didn't really talk about this in the clip of the week, but RuPaul, like, nominee for BSA because of this Batboy ghetto elf look. That's what I was seeing. I saw Batboy. It it was very, like... Remember, like... um... Because there's Bat Boy the musical, but then there was like the picture in the tabloids, the infamous picture in the tabloids of Bat Boy. Yeah, it's used in the musical. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, because that's that's I was definitely seeing that. Um, yeah, RuPaul. I mean, it was like at least she put some drag on. Hey, at least she did the ears, right? At least she did the ears. I'll yeah. do, flip flop tongs. <laughs> I'll I'll deign to wear the ears, but otherwise, it's juicy from the neck down. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, the next sketch uh, is the bareback mountain Halle Berry. I loved all those puns, Mary. I'm just such a sucker. Even I, Shay. I got to give it to Shay again. This was a hard character. It's not really supposed to be that funny. But she did have that line. Look, we're in a fancy neighborhood. I'm a black bear. I could not call animal control. Topical, satirical, funny. I think, you know, I was trying to save this for nuance, but it's not going to happen. I think this is something that I'm, I, I've been feeling with about Shay in some of the talking heads. And I was feeling in this challenge of like very prepared oh. lines. Mm. And... I just felt like Shay was in her head doing the catalog of lines that she'd prepared, the catalog of bear Got puns it. and be, and mm. all of that. That like, it's almost like uh, you know, uh, I feel like oh, I'm not trying to criticize her topical humor, but like I don't really think it worked in this situation. I felt it was a little forced, and I was like, listen, these are clever, but like I just don't, I don't feel like, I feel I don't know. It just wasn't. It just didn't work for me. I just felt like Shay 
was her performance was very on paper for me and not really like lived in for lack of a better term for a challenge like this the way some other folks were i thought she was charming and there were people doing a lot more than she was she kind of got pushed to the side yeah absolutely um literally and figuratively literally and figuratively i mean raja enters um I, did RuPaul really say to Raja later, everything about this character was fully realized? She did say that. And I will say this. Credit to, oh God, is it Sister Mary Matthew, I think, posted about this. But Raja as Iris Apfel. I do you know who that is? That. Yes, I can see that visual, I think. Brilliant. Brilliant look. And, yeah, this was... This was fine. And I love Raja. And it was fine. I mean, I'll say this because, you know, I, 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 well, we've kind of named now, you know, potential narrator, commentator. It's looking to me like Raja might be my pizza queen this season. Mm. Like, Correct. And, and for anyone, because, you know, there's always some new Marys every season who are like, what the hell's a pizza queen? So um, just to, you know, put the tagline on it. So a pizza queen is a queen that we love regardless of how she does in the challenge or how she looks on the runway because just like pizza, even when it's not good, we still love it because we love pizza. Kind of like I Selena. Love pizza. I love pizza. So Raja... Obviously, you know, typically our pizza queens can have like jujube where it's like the runway is never really a part of a brand. And obviously Raja is a strange case of a pizza queen because that's a big part of a brand. But I think in this case, I'm just like happy to see Raja. But I, I, yeah, didn't think that she was super strong in the challenge. So, uh, but she's my pizza queen. So it's fine. It looked like she was having fun. And again, she had that moment where Michelle says, Grandma Hood. And she goes, what? I mean, I I wish I had the clip of that because it is so funny. I thought it was so funny. And another character there. It seems like this challenge wasn't really edited too much. So again, I don't know what RuPaul was saying. I think Ross, was it Ross? Who was like, oh my God, it was so great. All you needed to do was hunch over. Right? Didn't somebody say, like, you were hunched over and that was great? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It, <clears throat> that was, uh, I think, definitely the essence of the critiques. It was, you know, <laughs> you you were hunched over and I just think fans are going to remember that forever. There's going to be fan art about this, you know. Um, All right, Mary, we have to talk about the Vivian. Yes, let's talk about the Vivian. So I guess, I don't know if it was the Vivian's fault because it was the brief, but the character, like what was going on in the sketch was a little confusing. And, but I will say this, I thought that she did very, very well. I thought she was funny. I liked how she, she said the word dump, you know, it was a dump, you know, that, that is always great. I love a Scottish accent, as you know, Uh, moving to German. And then she does the American accent I, but it was a little too much. Wow. I mean, I, I felt that she, I thought she was great. I think, I think a Scottish accent in a comedy challenge is like a Vivian Westwood inspired look on the runway. It is always going to get you extra people. They love that shit, you know? Um, 
I think that she, yeah, the, the, the narrative, I mean, overall, the second one, the narrative was much more confusing because we were like mixing all these different fairy tales into one. Whereas the first one was just the three little pigs and a wolf, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that might've been the brief's fault. Like, I don't think the Queens went into this, right? Cause they brought the witch in, they brought the grandma in, you know what I mean? They could have yeah. brought in two other bears. Right, right. It's like it was it was like, wait, there's no witch, though, in Little Red Riding Hood, right? No, there's no witch in Little Riding Hood. There's a witch in Hansel and Gretel. There's a witch. Yeah. So it was OK. So I was like, this is this is a lot of characters. Um, yeah. I, again, she had a lot of punchlines and she held her own. And I'm I'm glad that she was in uh, in the top or considered, you know, to be one of the best in the challenge. And I also could have seen like, oh, you were great. You're top three, you know. Well, certainly once Trinity entered. Oh, my God. Okay. With that, with I that... thought Trinity's entrance, walking in like Bette Midler was an interesting choice, but also an obvious one. Uh, you sound like Cher with, you know, which, which Teresa, that was a great moment. That was which a great Teresa? like back and forth. Which Teresa? There's only one Teresa. I, she was having. Okay, so. I think where I'm seeing with Shay and maybe a little bit with Monet, but Shay was kind of a good example. And even Raja where it, being in the same challenge, I felt like they were very much in their heads trying to kind of tap dance their way through this. I felt like Trinity wasn't thinking about nothing. And I think that I that disagree. Okay. I, I think she was just having a good time. I think the when she, when she said, Michelle, you remember my porch? I, I just, it was like, you're just like in the moment. I just thought that was so funny and so smart. She like tossed it to Michelle to create a dialogue versus having to monologue the joke, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, again, like it wasn't like it was bad. I, I guess I disagree where I saw Trinity. I saw Trinity like having a good time, which is good, but I didn't see her like, turn into a character that was funny i thought it was like i was watching trinity be funny as this witch i feel the same way about shay and raja and monet and a little well those bit of three Jada. are in the bottom right and, uh, i would say that shay raja and monet would if in a, in a normal mon, non-montessori season would be in the bottom three yes and i think that i feel like I'm trying to imagine if the runway were to save someone, Raja might get saved and it would be down. I don't know. I don't know. That's a world I don't want to imagine. For sure. Right. That's a, that's a weird one. Um, yeah. Cause many of the looks were strong, except Shay would be in the bottom for me this week because of the look alone. Yeah. 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 I, I the, the look did not help <clears throat> the, the rest of the performance, but I, one little nuance I do want to mention it towards the end of the second group, when Trinity was leaving, she pushes the door and like, it's a pull instead of a push. And she goes, Oh, oh. wrong way. <laughs> Just like I didn't see that great little moment. <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, one, one last praise for me from the, for the Vivian, the you can spend time with all the king's horses and all the king's men helping put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Quick as a bunny, she says, that sounds like fun. <laughs> it was great. She was, was very great. great. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciated uh, it. Well, in the uh, I realized that the little, you know, I think it's called a Chiron. Is that what it is? A little thing on the bottom. Um, well, whatever the fuck that is. The next day, it does not say elimination day. It says Ooh. runway day. 
runway day. Yeah. (laughs) Now, there's not much that goes on here because there's like, you know, uh, I I think there's not really much to talk about other than like talking shop and strategy. But and tahine shots and tahine shots. Have you ever had tahine? No, I haven't. I had to look it up. I had a little packet of it here. I, it came with something that I bought, and I was going to try it before this episode, and now I can't find the packet. But uh, apparently it's really good on watermelon. Oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah, so, that totally makes sense. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd love it. I, Jada kind of – I don't know. It was all about Jada in this kind of middle section here. She had that great moment where she's looking in the mirror half-baked, and she's like, the thing is, there's just never enough time. That was great, yeah. A winner reading Queens that, oh, God, that moment is, is like, meta and beautiful. Yeah, and that was, I mean, and and she's also the queen doing the most complex look, you know? Exactly. And then explaining, or they were talking about, like, the pattern of blocking, and, you know, Jada would sort of be next. So, yeah, I like that it was kind of focused on Jada in this this little interim before the runway yeah i mean other yeah otherwise it was just like monet asking does anyone else like practice their beats or their mugs or whatever the term the kids are using um but yeah there were no tears there was no like we gay people we mm. to choose our family or anything like that right i love fairy tales because i escape with fairy tales right like and... what that reminds me of is you know yeah. my childhood yeah Right. I am Little Red Riding Hood. And yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I guess I have my own fairy tale. Wow. Wow. Mm. Wow. Uh, let's go to the runway. Bring it to the runway. Run, 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 runway. Jeffrey Barry Chapman has returned to TV reality shows in the U.S. Jennifer Bowers Chapman. Welcome back. Uh, this week, I, I, it's it's definitely during the delivery, like the the critiques and whatnot, but RuPaul is giving such big Deborah Vance energy, Gene Smart and Hacks. Mm. I am getting such Gene Smart and Hacks vibes from RuPaul this week, and much like Trinity the Tail, Trinity the Tuck Taylor looking like Lisa Rinna, I need validation on this. So Marys, all right, Ma- validate me. Chime in, Marys. Yeah, yeah. validate me. But it's true. You There's know just who something about her. You know who was validated very much so uh, this episode was Vivian Westwood. There were so many references. Made. Oh, my God. You know, at this point, <laughs> at this point, tricks. <laughs> the dolls are the dolls. Yeah. Yeah. The vivs are the vivs. And yeah, lots of Vivian Westwood. Uh, we should do really we should go back and look and see if there's ever been a look that has been described as very Vivian Westwood that then that queen went home that week. I don't think it's happened, Mary. No. I don't think it's happened. Although, you know, Monet would have been in the bottom, I think, this week. Mm. And she was the first one to reference Vivian Westwood. Yeah. Who is the other one? The other one was Vivian. Vivian also Mm. did Vivian Westwood. Oh, of course. Of course. Well, her look is going to be remembered for ever and ever and ever. It was a great look. I think with... (laughs) Speaking of the art of drag, like without a Chad Cell, like that is a perfect Chad Cell look. You know what I mean? Oh, I, absolutely. I mean, whoever is doing fan art this season, that's a great look to to play with. But, uh, you know, one thing I want to mention just kind of overall with this runway is uh, obviously old friend silver, new friends gold, new friends silver, old friends gold, whatever it is, is our, our, mm-hmm. our music. And, you know, 
whatever the music was last season, there was that like one little um, uh-huh. that like yeah. stuck Whoop. in my ear. Mm-hmm. And so the the rattle for me this time is this. <laughs> that stupid dun, violin. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. All right. That, ugh, I just, I can't unhear. And honestly, they are driving the song into the ground. And oh, you know what? One more thing. I'm just going to say this. Um, I haven't verified this, but I feel like you could remix or you could overlap New Friends Silver, Old Friends Gold, and Lucky by Britney Spears. New Friends Silver, Old Friends Gold, and she cried, uh-huh. cried, cried in her broken heart, thinking. Yep. Right? All right, Mary. It's driving right. me nuts. I've been hearing it for the all weekend. And um, anyway, now it's out okay. in the world. Yeah. Maybe that'll be a nuance last chance lip sync. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll make it. Uh, I I gotta say I love this episode, and then it started to go downhill. I think spikes on the runway. The looks were all of them except for one was were really elevated, which I expect from all stars. I'm not critiquing the elevation and how great they looked, but they all seemed kind of obvious, except for Jinx's. Oh, so Jinx's was the one that stood out to you. Jinx is because she didn't do like a punk. Yeah, I mean, hmm. I felt like Jinx's. I, I, it was almost like I would, I would, if she was my pizza queen, I would say, ah, it's fine. She's my pizza queen. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's gonna be an interesting thing to watch this season. Is even though like she's not making, you know, we know that she's not a she's not a damn seamstress, as Elizabeth Edwards would say. But we know that she's not gonna be making all her looks this season. I guess I'm still she's not like my runway queen this season. You know what I mean? Like I'm not you know, that's not been kind of like where she shined for me and I actually felt this week that it was a little it was a little drab. Oh, Jinx's look. Yeah. I thought it was creative and I think that's why I'm giving her the points. Well, so we had, you know, uh Porcupine Monsoon. Jada obviously, I mean to me was like the clear uh, strongest look. Obviously. Oh my god. Yes. The reference to Grace Jones is always a good choice. And then she made it this like biker spiker chick. Uh and then obviously the makeup. Like yeah, very 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 smart uh and unexpected in a way. Monet's What did you think about Monet's? I I didn't if she was my pizza queen this season, it wouldn't matter, you know? But this was a look that I, I did not really... I guess, you know, to be honest with you, it goes back to, like, we all started with Jada. You start, you set my expectations yeah. with Jada, and that was not fair to Monet and Jinx, who came out right after her. So it kind of... if Maybe if it was in a different order, I would feel like, oh, it was fine. But because of the order I saw it, it was like, oh, but did wait, did you see what Jada did? You know? The the thing with Monet is I I thought that like shoulders up Monet shined. I thought the mohawk thing and her face I thought was really really great and polished. The the outfit down I felt like it was wearing her. If I can like quote uh some like a Project Runway whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it it didn't seem like it was Monet. It was like somebody else. Um, which is why I think, yeah, like 
she did everything else head up, right? Obviously, that's all Monet's artistry. Right. But then down, it was like, okay, Monet said, oh, make me this Vivian uh, Westwood hood look. And then somebody put that on her. Yeah, I mean. I have this Iris Van Herpen-inspired galaxy dress. Might have helped her. Love it. Might have helped her. Uh, Uh, So, okay, so then there was, so there was Monet, and then there was. Evie. Evie. Evelyn. Mm-hmm. You know, I I felt like the judges were dancing around the fact that it was like a bodysuit and a corset. Other than the shoes. Yeah, the shoes were it. And then she had those big spikes, right? Which I think is f- fulfilling the brief in a really creative way. Uh, to give her credit like I gave um, Jinxie. But uh, yeah, you're right. I hear you. I think hearing what she was saying in Untucked made me appreciate this look more. This idea that Evie's like, yeah, I don't, you don't always have to go to this like glamorous female illusion. You could be whatever you want. And so at least Evie is being consistent that way. I also thought that her makeup was impeccable. Uh, And yeah, if, if this is all about the shoes, fine, fabulous. But you're right. They were dancing around it. Yeah. Get the shoes, baby. Get the shoes, you know? Yeah. Get the shoes, get the shoes. Uh, Trinity, yeah, you like this. I liked it, but I mean, I, I was already on such a high from her porch that, like, I was, she was practically like, well, I don't care what you wear. You, your porch got eaten, you know? I, I liked how draggy it was. I liked how big it was. And it just didn't seem very polished to me, like I said before. Um, the Vivian came out, and, and it was, I, don't, I love a Catwoman reference. I love, a, I love the whip. It was a gold whip. So smart. I. Yeah, I I guess it was a great look, and it wasn't it wasn't the best on the runway. Jada's was right, and and I I think it, she looked better than I'll ever look. But is this time will tell if this will live on forever and ever and ever? Time will tell. Time will tell. Um, Raja, I thought was just stunning, Mary. You know, Raja, it was like from the shoulders up, it was amazing. And from the yeah. shoulders down, I needed someone to explain to me. Yeah, you're right. It it took the, like, like I had to pause it to, like, see what was going on. The, the like, little gown, that little baby doll dress that she was sort of wearing, I thought maybe should have been fitted or should have been a little shorter because it was kind of blocking the the proportions of what was going on in the chastity belt. Right. Right. It just, I, I felt like mm, Raj is usually better at this stuff than I am, but I'm not getting a boner. So what's that mean? You know? Yeah. And as far as Shea goes, I mean, I don't want to read her, but to quote Ross Matthews, it was like, I didn't know what was going on, but it was great. And all these other freaks up here are doing what they're doing. So great. Mary, my favorite thing about this is <laughs> There's a sort of Valerie Cherish moment where as Rue is introducing Shay, Shay starts talking and Rue are ta- is talking at the same time. No, no. And I have an audio clip. It makes me laugh so <laughs> yes. much. Here we go. Up next, it's Shay Coulee. Greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> Fabulous. It's fabulous. Just so it funny. is Valerie Cherish. <laughs> it is. Like, oh, yeah. what, then, then what do we do now? Yeah. Yeah. What do we do? 
Okay, let's listen to it one more time. I just love this moment so much. Up next, it's Shay Coulee. Greetings, Earthlings. Get those ears on. <laughs> what do we do now? Uh, what do we do now? Get those uh, ears on. Just go with the scene, Valerie. <laughs> Stay in the scene. Uh, yeah, no, it's interesting. If your strength, and they set this up from that first episode, your strength is your runway walk. Why would you wear a hobble dress? So that's just my question. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, she did not. This was not a great week for Shay for me. It's interesting. I've been feeling like she's a lock for top two. But then I, I it's interesting then when somebody who you kind of have locked in has kind of a like a valley week. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. Am I wrong? But, you know, uh, we all have we all have weak weeks, you know, weak weeks. I would have come down as Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, that's, I mean, because you, you can do do drag. Go for it. Mm. I think what I, oh, you know what I would have done? This is the first thing I can think of is, uh, but there's probably other great references, but there is this Italian movie from like the 60s called Black Sunday. And it's like this witch who comes back from after being executed, you know, to get vengeance, I think, or something like that. But anyway, the way she gets killed is by, by being shut in one of those, like, sp- she has, like, a spiked mask put on her face. And oh. so, like, what I would do is have this big metal mask on, and then I would open it to reveal all the, like, stab marks in my face. But I'd be otherwise <gasps> beautiful. Oh, otherwise beautiful. Oh, I yeah. see. I see. Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad nobody did a pinhead reference. I think that would have been too obvious. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know but, what else you yeah. could have done. Spike, spike, spikes. It might've been fun to be like a pole vaulter and have a pole vault through you. I think that'd be really oh, clever. <laughs> you're going real gruesome there, Mary. Well, yeah, cool. absolutely. I mean, you know, have you seen you, my porch? You, you you could come out as all of Raja's fans because they're all dead. Oh, you know, I thought about that when Rue was like, all the people who knew you from back then, they're all dead. And I thought, cut to Delta work, you know, oh, cut to wow. Santino. Wow. Cut yes. to Billy B. Cut to, Lu- cut to Lucian Piani. Oh, my God. Cut to uh, Jeffrey Moran. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like that's like the meme is like all the people who knew you from back then, they're all dead. And now here's all these former drag race guests and collaborators. Mary, make the montage. I know. I was thinking thinking of doing it. I got to find the right Delta picture. You know, I love Delta. All the people Raja knew. Yeah. Yeah. All the people she knew. Uh, Stacey Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So this lip sync, Mary, I... If I'm going to give a BSA for this week, it's Jada with the assist. I, you know, I do not like air instruments. And I, I have to say, the Viv deserved the win because she's like, no, no, no. I'm not going to do an, an air instrument. I'm going to play uh-huh. an actual instrument. Yeah. She's like, pass me the Glock. And then she yeah. threw it. <laughs> yeah. Jada was ready. I mean, I was, I mean, I, yeah, I think that Viv very clearly won this. Uh, and overall, I'm this this lip sync may not may also not live on forever and ever and ever, you know. No, you know, love will save the day, but maybe not the week. No, no, I would say this was pretty weak. Uh so, you know, uh weak sauce, weak sauce. 
what is this 2011 <laughs> i haven't heard weak <laughs> sauce in such a long time oh no that's uh top chef uh desserts um sorry just desserts reference I'm oh so sorry that's totally a, deep cut totally sorry, deep cut you know what the, you can cut this out i apologize <laughs> i'm not going to the red hots are for my mommy yes the red hots are for my mommy weak sauce weak sauce. i i still sometimes think about when rajika got home and saw her kids again <laughs> Because she quit for her kids. Yeah, she quit for her kids. Good for her. Good yeah, for her. Rajika. I think about her often. Uh, mm. You know, finally we get the Monet fake out that I wanted. I loved, oh. you know, the Viv, you know, the, this little game they play with the plunger. I felt like Jada reaching for the plunger reminded me of Got Mick <laughs> last season when with RuPaul candy. said, Candy, <laughs> candy, and Got Mick's like, oh, 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 excuse me. Oh, got to go back. Yeah. So Jada's little hand coming out was so it was like the same hand as as got Mick's little hand. Oh God, yeah, make that little GIF connection. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, just put them on top of each other, you know, or uh, on top of each other, one on one above the other, right? You hey, multiple side positions. By sides. Yeah, yeah side you know. Uh, yeah, Monet. She's blocked. She objects. Game on. Monet is, you know, I feel like the alliance is going to punish the Vivian now. Uh, we'll see what if that like plays out in a survivor way. Um, what was the joke? I, I hate that I'm asking you to explain this joke to me. But what was Monet's joke? Like next week is a hot dog eating contest, right? Does I that mean like she's gonna win it? Maybe I was assuming it was like a, a, a you know de- self deprecating joke of like oh well I could win a hot dog. I assume I don't know. I I did not quite understand this joke. Um, so went over my head. Well, she's Monet Exchange, so. Yeah, she's Monet Exchange, and, uh... Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, oh. uh, yeah, I... Who's your who's your BSA, Mary? Who are you giving it to? Michelle, you remember my porch! Wow. Trinity. I'm giving it to Trinity, but honestly, I'm also giving it to this moment. Up next, it's Shay Coulee. Greetings, Earthlings. Get those ears on. <laughs> oh, get those ears on, Mary. Oh, you gotta just you gotta you gotta make a new clip for when we use it in perpetuity and cut out the it's Shea Coulee part and just get those ears on. Greetings. I am. Yeah, yeah, I I for this episode I wanted to make sure the setup was there, but no, in the future it's just gonna be that part. Okay, good. Yeah, it's a Chinese film. Exactly, yeah. exactly. This is yeah. something that will be, always be relevant. Uh, you know. Yes, Marco. He's crazy <laughs> right now. I I would give my BSA, I think, God, it's either Jada or RuPaul. And I think RuPaul, in that getup, I was just, it, I was gagged. I was not expecting it. I was not. Wow. You could put those ears in... Or even like those flip flops, or or sorry, put those ears plus Jinx's ear, ears of Drag Race, in the time capsule. Well, you that is. Let's start the conversation now of what would go in the All Star Seven Montessori Edition time capsule. And Jinx's fallen ear is a fabulous contender. And you know what the other one is? Another Jinx prop is the microphone wire. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, she's definitely front runner for time capsule. Mm. Mm. Well, mm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. I feel like she is. She has two stars now. No, she has no. two. She didn't no. get one this week. She didn't get one. She just had the win. Okay. So everybody has one. Nobody has two. Nobody has two stars, and 
Evie and Raja have no stars. No stars. I think Raja is next. Well, next week is this like valedictorian speech. So it really is. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I feel like it's just a, it's like a monologue challenge, which I, I'm very excited about. It almost seems like it's going to be a cross between a politics challenge and like a roast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking the same thing. Like, I feel like it'll have roasty energy. Yeah. I, I'm still loving this format. I'm loving the season. I, I love this challenge because it, it, in more ways than one helps the Queens than it does hinder them. Uh, I love the kind edit. I know you're kind of like over the judging and it's driving you nuts. To me, I'm kind of like, whatever. The judges, I always see it as whatever the producers want to show us. Um, Which is, you know, we didn't really talk about the other option we had for Clip of the Week, which is when uh, they're in Untucked and Evie's like, yeah, the... I can't tell who's going to be in the bottom because of the the critiques are all positive. And then I think Shay was like, yeah, the vibe is very different this season. And maybe we'll we'll dig into that in nuance because then it's, yeah. you know, and then, you know, for the one and only RuPaul to show us so such gratitude. And then Jade is mm-hmm. like, and these these walkthroughs felt really personal this personal. week. And I was like, yeah. no, they don't. But OK, we'll talk about that in nuance. Yeah. No, no, no. We have that clip. Uh, it those walkthroughs. There's a reason they edited them out. That's all. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um We'll, we'll get well, to that later this week on Nuance, our All Right Mirror After Show, exclusively on Patreon. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to talk about some topical stuff. I know we have to talk about the Vivian and Nikki doll that will be featured mm-hmm. on Nuance. So uh, stay tuned. Those are coming out on Tuesday. Last week, Mary's, if you were looking forward to it, we put out our Only Mary's episode for all the Patreons on uh, uh, on our discussion of the, the movie My Girl uh, from 1991, starring Jamie Lee Curtis as Shelley. But uh, sorry, I had to go through it all. Um, of course, but we 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 had to skip nuance. There was a family emergency. Everything is okay, and there was no way, shape, or form that you would have liked to listen to that episode. So let's just say that. Yeah, let's just say that. And later, um, <laughs> but no, this week on Tuesday, our uh, nuance will be back. And yes. and our Only Marys will be uh, kicking off officially this week, our Pride season, with Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah, what a movie to start with Pride. We will also be talking about the movie that just came out, Fire Island, which I think is a good juxtaposition for... A movie about kind of gay isolation, if you will. Um, one is very new, and the other one is 1995. So both sides of the spectrum. One is going to be a free skate. Jeffrey will be on Patreon. That, as they say, is that. I think that's all we've got for you this week. If you have any thoughts on fairy tale justice, you can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod. You can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or tasteofreality.com slash AllRight-Mary. Uh, if you want to email us, it is AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can hear me on my other two podcasts in 
in the details, a celebration of nuance, or best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses. And you can find me on Instagram at ColinDrucker underscore. And of course, you can get access to uh, Nuance and Jeffrey and My Girl and hundreds of other episodes at Patreon.com slash AllRightMary. AllRightMary. What's our last chance lip sync? Uh, well, this has no contextual relevance to the episode. I just heard it recently and I really liked it. And I genuinely would love to see some queens lip sync to the song. I think it is. It's got last chance lip sync and episode lip sync all over it. It is Tell Mama by Etta James. Mm. Well, you better tell them. You better tell them. You better tell you better tell Mama what happened to your porch. Michelle, you remember my porch? Oh my God. <laughs> and the porch. Oh my God. All right, Marys. We will see you next week. Tatsines. Mm-hmm.